It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Michelle from Jasami Publishing with yet another episode of Jasami Bookworm Podcast. And today I'm delighted uh, to speak to our self-publishing author who is going to take you on his journey. Of His uh, first part will be about his writing journey and that is Paul Wadrum. Welcome, Paul. Thank you, Michelle. So it's a very exciting time for you now as we're getting into the, the process of doing editing. But tell me about your journey of writing because you didn't start with a novel. You've actually written more historical books. Yes, I've written uh, historical books uh, based in my hometown of Paisley. So um, I started doing that in 2017. Uh, just basically research and then basically writing books because in my town there's, really a, there's such a rich heritage, you know, and I want to actually, I wanted to showcase that at the same time as actually, you know, studying writing at university. Excellent. What's one of the most fascinating pieces you found out about Paisley history? Definitely the Bulgarian witch trials and the Christian showcase, which is actually, you know, it's the bewitching a Christian show. And then I actually found out the actual execution site, of, and that's actually my local town as well. So I researched the area, old maps, some 17th century maps, you name it, I did it, you know. So, and I actually and I showcased that in my books as well. So. Excellent. They're that actually quite popular amongst the, uh, the, the local bookstore, Happy Books. They, they sell the books on a regular basis, so, yeah. Oh, wonderful. And what's the name of that bookstore again? Abbey Bookstore in Paisley, yeah. Oh, wow. So, Witch Trials, that takes you back. So, how do you start, when you're starting um, reviewing history, how do you actually find that? What's the process that you use? Most of, the, most of the library and stuff as well, you know, historical researches and archives and stuff as well. You know, I researched the case, you know. So you start with one that's like pulling a thread and then you find another? That's it, exactly, yeah, and just go from there. Yeah, I've always had such a keen interest in history, and the more, because I had a keen interest in history most of my life, you know, it, I felt really good writing about it as well, so. Excellent. Yeah, and it got me in the mood for, the mood for writing on a regular basis too, so. Wonderful. So, it's writing in a historical, so that's, uh, that's non-fiction. How did you get to that transition of going into fiction? What inspired you? University and just my love for, my love for fiction books uh, growing up. You know, I've always sat down with a book and thinking, you know, a, a book transports you to a, a certain place. You know, you can get lost in a book and I'm thinking, that'd be really magic if I could actually take people, you know, I can take people on that journey, I can actually do this. 
you know, so I've done a few courses at university, just modules at the time, and then I started to gain credits at university, and I'm going, you know, I think I can actually maybe one day try and maybe do something in fiction, so that's what I started doing, so using some of the historical uh, knowledge I had before, but, you know, history as well, so I kind of want to kind of merge the two, so, and that's what kind of gave me my idea for this uh, upcoming novel, so. Is there one process that's easier than another? Uh, with is creative writing easier or just different than historical writing? I would say it's just different. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely more exciting. I would say than historical writing. You know, even though historical writing does excite me quite a lot, then because you know when I'm writing yes. fiction, I, I'm dying to know where the story's going to go. You know, because I don't know where it's going to go. You know, so. I know. Whereas in hi- history, it's it's yes, been written, it's been so written. It, <laughs> yeah, someone else is taking care yeah, of that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, for the writing process, because this is your first uh, first novel, uh, how did you start with the writing process, and is there one in particular that you do follow? You see, I was asked this question in university years ago. We were actually supposed to sit down and write and share with the class. What is your writing process? And then, so, you know, some people answer, you know, I like to curl up on the sofa and a wee blanket and, you know, the, the fireside and take notes and stuff like that. And mostly what I've learned, actually, creative writing is actually just sitting down and getting it done. To, so, well, you know, that's, that's what gets the pages going, you know. Just wake up every day and just say, look, this is what I want to do every day. And just take a shot at it. And that's it, you know. And that's been my inspiration for that. That's my process, you know, so. And how do you write the story when you first write it? Usually, well, I've actually, I've actually been planning it out. It starts off with a small idea, and then, you know, maybe I start kind of putting like a, like a backstory in there, and then I kind of go from there with maybe historical dates and stuff like that as well, you know. So I make a timeline, that's what I usually do. I make a timeline. Mm-hmm. So the timeline starts a story. So with the creative story uh, with uh, that you've gone through that process, now you've had to create characters. How did you, how did you do that? Basically, just it's pretty much the same sort of way. With, with characters, it was more like, um, you know, simple example. You're getting the, you know, antagonist, protagonist. You know, um, usually when I, I, I usually when I start my stories, I've always actually written the stories in first person. But I read a lot of James Kelman back in the day, and he sometimes he can actually go between first person back into third, then back into first person. So I'm just gonna experiment with that until it was uh, ended in failure but I'm just going to take the one step at a time <laughs> so, you know so, mm-hmm. well there's many processes and that's part yeah. of being a writer that we do try a process and then that doesn't work and then we try another process and then that does work so it's 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 continuing education for yeah. for all of us what do you enjoy most about the creative writing process it's very very fulfilling very fulfilling because I'm, I'm getting to do something that I actually enjoy you know, and so. enjoying it when you're when you're writing. So yeah, it's the process. creating yeah. uh, creating process. Now, when we were chatting about this earlier, you do longhand writing. That's right. Yeah, that writing process is uh, I write my notebook but first, and then I actually go to type. You know, so I've always felt comfortable that way. Um, some people, the writing process is they sit in front of like the PC, and then I've heard that you know writers they play live music and stuff to kind of sort of clear a clearer head, and then start typing. You know, with the words flow. I don't really want that way, so unfortunately there you go, so. <laughs> so well, <laughs> some of the most famous authors have, have done that. They've done it long in longhand first. Yeah, I'm glad and, to hear that. Yeah, and that's good. <laughs> then, yes, um, very famous authors have done that. So it's all, always a great start. If yeah. The writing and creating process is personal to each writer. 
and whatever they follow so they don't have to conform to doing it on um, you know typing first or whatever because yeah. sometimes that that clinical keyboard can keep you off whereas the pen and paper started with that you know absolutely can keep you hooked yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely when uh, so do you tend to write for longer periods at a time do you write for shorter periods or just does it depend on the time that's available as your time that's available I try and aim for at least an hour and a half each morning that's what I usually try and aim for you know but sometimes I can just be lost in it and you know even if there's a movie on or something like that, I don't, you know, I just, you know, I'm actually this telly's not too good in it. I may as well just start and get back to my writing. It becomes it's actually addictive to me. But that's the way this, this fiction has actually became. It's been quite addictive to me, you know. So <laughs> that's a true writer is when it's an addiction and you yeah. can't do without it. That that's makes it. Yeah. all the difference in the world. It really, really does. Now talking about writer's block, which hits all of us sometimes. Yes. Uh, is there a technique that you do when you hit writer's block? I read an article by Stephen King by Stephen King years ago and he said that the best thing for writer's block is just to eventually try and write through it. Although today from my discussion I don't think maybe sometimes it's best to, you know, there's certain moods you can be in when you're writing. I've heard people write with a bottle of whiskey in front of me writing in a bad mood. I could never write like that at all. I could never I could always need a clear head, I need to be sober. You know, um writer's block is really something that's hard to it's difficult to get away from, you know, so um, I guess you do write, eventually write through it, but I think a wee break from your writing a wee bit, kind of, you know, not too much of a break, but, yeah, something, yeah. Uh, and writing through it sometimes when they call it white noise, you know, yes. you have to write through it and all of a sudden it, the words that didn't make sense become sense and then there might be a, a, a little short story in there or a scene or something that comes from it, you never know. And fighting through it, some people just have to write for a living. You just sit down, you yeah. write, and writing for a living. When you write as a passion uh, and want to make it a living, that's really a key aspect to being the difference between being a writer and an author. I heard a great analogy is that a writer writes and an author goes out and markets the books yeah. and that's what makes the, the difference. The businessman of the, the deal yeah, yeah. Yes, yes and uh, and two aspects of that so you've got the creative side and uh, now I'd love to introduce Megan. Hi. Hello Megan. You're doing a little bit more of the uh, the other side of it, more the business and, and working on that. So uh, tell us a little bit about how you, uh, what you'll be involved in, please. So I'll be mainly involved with promoting on social media through Instagram, TikTok, we'll be on WhatsApp, Ableboom, Wattpad as well, and we'll just be everywhere promoting the book. That's just as a business side of things. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think that's a perfect, absolutely um, uh perfect combination because you have the creative and then the business and we'll get into a little bit more of the social media aspects of it in, in just a moment. So to go back to the writing aspect, will you, now that you're into the novel writing, are you con going to continue to write historical books, Paul, or are you just going to focus on novels? Yeah, I'm going to do both. I'm going to continue to do both, yeah, when I can. Um, yeah, definitely. For perhaps after this book's done, I'll probably get back and do another local history one in my town as well yeah in between the two of them and actually with uh, access to all that wonderful historical information you yes. can incorporate that in the into future uh, fiction work yeah absolutely. yes yeah, yes absolutely. and I, yeah. I think I might say without giving away too much of the plot that a little bit of history is in uh, the book so we'll oh, introduce yeah. it 
Uh, it's your new publication. Please tell the name of your book. Demon's Fear. Which yes. is a supernatural thriller, not book setting classic. I know, it's wonderful, and we're going to chat about uh, that a little bit more in uh, part two of our podcast, but part one is mainly about new writers and the writing processes. So with your writing process, was it, um, when you started it, how long ago did you first start the story, Paul? I started Demon's Fair in 2019. Um, originally, I didn't really kind of start it at nothing. To be quite honest, it was actually part of one of my writing tutorials for the University of Glasgow. I took it home and it just grew legs from there, you know, so, you know, sometimes, you know. Absolutely. When you when you first started it, what was the um, what intrigued you about it? Was did you start with a, a, a scene of something that happened or did you start with your characters? Yeah, I started with a scene, uh, you know, taking place in a in a city setting, you know, so it was quite I, I quite I started with quite an intense scene. And I wanted to see how you know it played out. You know, I wanted to, you know, you know, I wanted, I wanted to see how this goes. And it's just a joy, you know, experimenting with all that as, as well. You know, it really was. I know um, a writing process is very different, and especially if you can even start with a short story and then it, it expands into, you know, some yeah. mm-hmm. uh, something else. I read some place that short stories are kiss, whereas. You know, I know it was like a full-grown relationship or something. I read, <laughs> I read, I read, I read, I read something. I love that uh, so, analogy. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. And it's true because, you know, a short story, there was one, uh, I'm trying to remember it, and it, they turned it into a novel. So it can develop more into that. Uh, so with your process, so it started in 2019, when did you feel that it started to become a novel? And what was your first step? During lockdown, during the when lockdown with the pandemic, I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm 80 pages in, so I may as well at least try and go a wee bit more, you know. So, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. Yeah, and plus I loved what I was, I was doing, and I think you know I can really make this quite special here, and stuff, you know. So, because it's not every day. I mean, people sit down and write 80 to 90 pages anyway, you know. So, yes. Yeah. No, it, it takes a lot. In fact, I think we. We're chatting about it before. It's uh, National Novel Writing Month in November, where you have to write 1,677 words. Words, not pages. So that is a challenge to actually stick to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's where the writer's passion comes through. So by the time you were done, before you decided to publish it, how many pages did you have? It was 189, exactly. Yeah, 189 pages. And, yeah. and it's still going up just now. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh yes, I have a feeling it's yeah, going to so. grow. It yeah. grows arms and the legs. Yeah. So um, now the first part is about your writing. So and we're going to have a second part where we're going to talk about the publishing. However, you decided to go down the road of still publishing. Yes. Excellent. What made you decide to do that? Probably just more and more freedom as a writer. You know, I had I had um, I had submitted some like, short stories and stuff before to actually like, mainstream publishers. You know, <laughs> no luck, which is fine. Which is you know, you, you know, you can take rejection, but um, but I'm, I think self-publishing is actually the way forward. I, I can see it's the way of the future. To be quite honest with you, um, it, it gives a lot more writers you know, a lot better opportunities to actually get their name out there. You know, to get their, to get their creativity out there. Actually, you know, that, that's the thing about it. And this is you know, this is just Sammy stepped in to help me. So. 
It's one of the best moves I've ever made, so. Oh, thank you. We do we do love to hear that. Of course, you know, I, when we're going through the editing process and such, which we're going to talk about in part two, that does make a difference. One thing that you've said that's very important, Paul, is that uh, um, your favorite writer, Stephen... Yeah, Mr. King, yeah, Stephen King. Stephen yeah. King. Mm -hmm. He has written a, a, a myriad of books. And actually, I read not too long ago, I think it was about six months ago, that he actually self-published one of his later novels so that he didn't have to change what was written in there. Yeah. And that's the difference in that when you do sell the book, when you sell the rights to the book, the creativity goes with it. So if the publisher wants to change something, then they have to go along with that. Whereas when you do self-publish, you, you keep your creative continuity, your creative copyright, your creation, so yes. that the characters don't have to change. John Grisham started off by self-publishing because he couldn't get someone to publish. Oh, I so, yes, so there's quite a few that have actually done it, but Stephen King, he went through it, he had already been published and decided to self-publish, so he's so well known that wasn't difficult for him. John Grisham, um, he couldn't sell the book and then he self-published and then someone created an interest in him. So you never know where that will go. I think the the writing process and the creation process is really important and I think this podcast needs to focus on the fact that no matter who you are and what part of life you are that you can write and you can start that process and it can start as a short story or 80 pages and it can grow from there. Yeah. What advice, Paul, would you give to uh, authors, well, not authors, to writers who are just beginning and may seem frustrated and don't know what to do? What do you think is most important for them? Just have confidence. I mean, the, the, the very first page, it's a, it's a cold hard start, as I used to say. You know, when you see a blank page and you're just trying to get a words there, it's but, um, perseverance, that's it. That's all it is. It's just pretty much perseverance. But at the same time, you know, make sure you're not depressed, make sure, make sure you're actually enjoying it. Make sure you've got it in your head that, you know, I want to wake up and I want to try this. Even if you're just trying, you know, you've only get maybe a couple of sentences each day. As long as you're enjoying it, you know, that that's the main thing. Excellent. Well, wonderful. Now, I always embarrass our, our uh, guests and I have to wait to the last minute to say, all right, we finish with shout outs. Who would you like to give a shout out to? I would probably to my brother Joseph, my little brother Joseph Wondrum, yeah, just like the guy, uh-huh. Who is, he always encourages me, to, well, he encourages me with my history projects as well, but he's, he's liking the fact that I'm trying fiction now, so, yeah, so my little brother Joseph Wondrum, so. He's at yeah. high school today, he's in an exam, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd rather be here. Yes. We're, <laughs> we're at the lovely Mitchell Library at the moment, where everybody is studying, they're having coffees and chatting about books, working on books, or they're just reading in the background. So if you hear those noises, I just wanted to let you know that we're out in the real world where we love to be. My shout out will go to all of the writers, beginning writers, who actually don't know where to start. Start by writing those first few words. Write that page, then follow with another page, because and uh, the encouragement that you receive is most important. So thank you, Paul. Thank you, Megan. And you'll be joining us for part two, where we're going to go on to the next step about the writing process, which, of course, is publishing. 
are self-publishing in this case. So thank you all for listening. This thank is, you very much. Thank you. And this is Michelle at Jasami Bookworm Podcast. As always, wishing you a sunny day. Thank you.